Deb Hutton is here, former senior advisor to two Ontario premiers this morning. She's on the morning brief. Good morning, Deb Hutton. Good morning, John. So 80 police officers will be deployed to the TTC. This for me is the kind of, um, you know, sort of everybody snap out of it action that we required. I don't know how long we're going to have to continue with it, but something had to happen. Yeah, so it's 80 officers that we don't have today, and that's on top of if the new city council approves it, the 50 TTC special constables that the pre, the um, uh, mayor proposed in his budget that will, will hopefully be deployed fairly soon. Uh, something is better than nothing, so I will take this, and I think it's the right approach. It sends the right message, and more importantly, it's, it's we used to say, boots on the ground, yeah. uh, and I think that's what this is. There still is, however in my view, an emergency dire need for all three levels of government to get together on this and talk about the mental health component. Because what we're doing now, and I understand there's a there's a long-term systemic issue with mental health that will not be fixed overnight, will not be fixed in a matter of weeks or months even, maybe years. But we have to look at some out-of-the-box thinking around mental health and people who cry about human rights need to just park their thoughts right now because my child has a right to feel safe on public transit and right now i'm not letting her go on it meanwhile a new report and we talked to one of its authors at 535 a new report out says that 2,800 canadians may have died as a result of covid disinformation they also calculated that 300 million dollars more than would have been spent was spent on treating people in the hospital who would not have been in the hospital these are pretty sobering numbers yeah <laughs> listen john i i've never been a COVID denier my family's fully vaxxed my one big big complaint with how everybody handled COVID were the uh overly excessive i felt here in ontario because they went far beyond what others did lockdowns in particular as you know i've railed about the school lockdowns and the damage that did to kids mental health and development and education however uh with that being said, and the fact that I am not on the side of the COVID deniers whatsoever, I don't find this helpful. I find this the equivalent of the COVID deniers on the far extreme of the opposite. I just, these numbers are always, you know, if we didn't do this, if we didn't do this, this is the outcome. I never like these studies because you can never prove them or disprove them, quite frankly. And I just think it doesn't help when, quite honestly, we are still trying to get people vaccinated and we don't yet know. I know the WHO is supposed to be coming out and telling us whether we're at the end of the pandemic or not, In if not today, today. In, in the near future yeah. is today. Okay. Um, so I get that. But Listen, uh, I still thought about whether I needed another booster at Christmas. So I just find this unhelpful. And it reminds me of, if you remember in, God, I don't even know if it was 2020 or 2021, but one of those years that blurred together, the government would come out, the medical officer of health would come out and say, if we don't lock down, the projection of deaths is, I don't know, it was some crazy number and scared the heck out of all of us. Yeah, and but, it never yeah. was proven, right? See, but I also look at this. I, I also look at this study, and I agree with you. I don't know how you necessarily put a measure to this, but I think that a lot of people involved in vaccine denial either think that they're engaged in some formal level of fetishistic level of um, libertarianism, or they're just engaging in mischief. When in fact, there may be negative, deadly outcomes from their stupidity. But I just think saying this, trying to counter their arguments 
is only making them dig in their heels, quite frankly. I just don't find anything helpful in this whatsoever. It's not it, it is saying we should have been vaccinated and we shouldn't listen to these people. Well, we already knew that. Right. There's nothing. There's no lesson to be learned here going forward, in my view. And I just think, as I said, it 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 makes me shake my head. And I am nowhere near that group of people that this is aimed at. I think this is one of those stick to your knitting stories. Uh, The federal environment minister says that he might find a way for the federal government to meddle with Ontario opening up the Greenbelt. Now, I have my issues with the Greenbelt being reopened, but I don't know what the federal government's mandate is here. No, a hundred percent. Listen, there, there may be an argument around the lands that bump up against the Rouge Park. And the minister did talk about, uh, you know, uh, national endangered species or, or something legitimate. But the notion that he might do one of their impact assessments, which is essentially a duplicate environmental assessment, it is what they are, by the way, doing on the Highway 413. Again, none of their business, whether you like the 413 or not, none of the federal government's business. There is no need whatsoever in this country anywhere to have two environmental assessments from two levels of government on any project. There just isn't. Figure out who's responsible and let them do their job as a government. This is just another set of people trying to stop a public policy that is firmly within the Ford government's purview. And if you don't like it, vote them out. Be vocal. Do petitions. Do whatever. But trying to invoke governments of at other levels, trying to go through the court system, uh, trying to, quite frankly, even go to the Auditor General on something that is a public policy decision really, really gets my ire up. Okay. If there is something untoward, John, of a criminal nature, of an unethical nature, then I'm all over this. Prove it. Go to the police, which has already been done. But don't use these levers under the guise of some sort of good public policy uh, effort at other levels when you're just quite frankly opposed to what the Ford government is doing. Vote them out next time. What do you make of the Canada Revenue Agency head who said it's not worth the money to try to figure out where all the money went uh, for business benefits and worker benefits during COVID? I, I never thought I'd reach the day. I mean, remember, I think it was C.D. Howe said, what's a million? And everybody thought, that's crazy. Um, now, apparently, the head of the CRA is saying, what's a billion? You've just got one bad government story that makes me crazy after another here, John. The actual quote, I think, was 15 billion is not worth it. If 15 billion isn't worth it, I don't know what is. Like, this is insane. Even if the, and this is the commissioner of the Canada Revenue Agency. This isn't some, you know, low, mid-level bureaucrat. This is the head of it. If, even if he had no intention of going after them, this is the exact opposite of what someone in his position should be saying. I mean, anybody out there listening to this has to say, well, listen, if if I can do something untoward here and save myself some money or get some more money out of government, why wouldn't I if they don't care about $15 billion? Well, and it's worth noting, I, you know, the government was, uh, revenue agency was chasing me around last year because they couldn't find a receipt for a $400 charitable donation I made. So, you know, it was uh, good enough to task somebody to investigate my taxes for $400, but it's not worth it to figure out if people collected these benefits who didn't deserve them.
Yeah. So you're having the reaction that everybody has, whether they've had your experience or not, which is like, (laughs) why should I bend over backwards for CRA when they are not taking the money that they're getting seriously, uh, that they're giving out seriously either way? Like this is ridiculous. Deb, wonderful to have you. Very passionate this morning, I might add. A lot of things burning your toast today. A very bad burnt toast, John. <laughs> okay, and you'll be back at 1 p.m. this afternoon hosting the uh, the afternoon free-for-all. Lots to talk about.